Hey guys, I have a podcast that I think you'll really enjoy. Proof, the investigative true crime podcast co-hosted by Susan Simpson of Undisclosed and Jacinda Davis of Evil Lives Here is releasing its highly anticipated second season where they investigate the murder of 18-year-old Renee Ramos. The first season, which if you haven't listened to yet, you totally should, saw the release of two Georgia men serving life sentences for murdering their friend, Brian Bowling. And thanks to evidence unearthed by proof, on December 8th, 2022, both Daryl Lee Clark and Kane Joshua Story were finally freed after 25 years behind bars. With that same investigative drive, Susan and Jacinda are on the case again, and this time, they are on the streets of Manteca, California, to find out who really killed Renee Ramos. In proof, murder at the warehouse, you hear how, on June 5th, 2000, Renee's body was found buried beneath a pile of debris inside a new Home Depot building. And how, despite tips hinting at alternate suspects, her boyfriend, 18-year-old Jake Silva, and 33-year-old Ty Lopez were arrested and convicted of her murder. Fans of true crime and investigative series won't want to miss this riveting new season. Follow the case as Susan and Jacinda uncover long-overlooked evidence about what really happened to Renee by listening to Proof, Murder at the Warehouse, wherever you get your podcasts. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a weird homicide. A scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird... Morning. Cop of murder. Rumors can make a case that much more difficult to solve. On October 4th, 1962, a man was born who would, at the age of just 21, seemingly disappear off the face of the planet. In his wake, he left a lot of rumors that, according to his family, may have hindered the cold case. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Harry Dennis Milligan was born on October 4th, 1962, and at the age of 21, went out with friends in Albia, Iowa, and was never seen again. A Marine Corps reservist, Harry was out the night of June 30th, 1984, and was last seen in Albia's business district between 3 and 3.30 a.m. on July 1st. Witnesses would later claim that Harry, after being dropped off at his car by a friend, was seen traveling north on Main Street and was believed to be en route to his family's home in Avery inside of his maroon 1977 Pontiac Grand Prix. When he failed to show up, His family reported him missing to the Monroe County Sheriff's Office. To this day, neither Harry nor his vehicle have ever been found. Immediately following his disappearance, Harry's family, describing him as in good spirits at the time, offered a $500 reward for any information that might lead to his discovery, as well as distributed posters throughout the nation. The month after Harry disappeared, his sister passed away, and though the death absolutely devastated the Milligans, they later said to the media, quote, Losing our daughter hurt, 
but we know where she is and we can't bring her back. We've done all we can do to locate Harry and now we just sit back and wait. We don't know what else to do. The following November, when hunting season began, officials urged the estimated 270,000 hunters and trappers to keep an eye out for anything involving not just the Harry Milligan case, but the case of two other missing young men from Iowa, Eugene Martin and the infamous Johnny Gosh. Despite what was considered, in effect, the largest search party ever dispatched, nothing of worth was found by the end of hunting season. In the early 1990s, Harry Milligan was declared legally dead, and though his parents have since passed, having never gotten any answers, his brother has now taken control and leads the charge in the investigation. Mark Milligan, a police sergeant with the Ottumwa Police Department, has since taken to social media in an effort to discover not just what happened to his brother, but try and dig through the mountains of rumors surrounding the case. Saying he is tired of the outright lies and false assumptions, on January 7th, 2016, he posted a message on the Harry Dennis Milligan Still Missing Facebook page and addressed some of the many misconceptions in the case, as well as detailed what he learned over the last few decades. He claimed that the ex-wife of a man named Jay Owens said that she had information regarding his involvement in a murder committed in Alvia, Iowa, around the same time that Harry went missing, and stated that though it could be his brother, there was also another murder, that of Tim Ernie, that also happened around the same time. Though he said this new piece of information gave him hope that the case could be solved, it was far from a definitive answer. He also reached out and asked everyone who followed the page to speak with their extended friends and family who might have been alive back in 1984 and see if they knew anything of worth, asking specifically for fact and not opinion or rumor, and said that while he was alive and old enough to be aware of what happened to his brother that night, he was an active duty Marine and was not privy to the exact chain of events. Reiterating the facts that he did know, he said that his brother was, on the night of his disappearance, at a bar called Waterworks that was owned and operated by a man named Mike Stalker. He said he knew Harry was drinking and playing poker and said that to his understanding, his brother was doing quite well that night and had won several hundred dollars from Mike and some other individuals. He said that after closing down the bar, Harry left with, as he was told, a man named Steve Rockwell and Jeff Adler. They purchased a six-pack of beers, got into Steve's car, and drank until 3 a.m. when Harry was dropped off at his vehicle. Steve saw him get into the Pontiac and begin driving towards Avery. Though he claimed a man named Raymond Ostermeyer might have possibly seen the car heading south instead of north, he said that this was the last time anyone saw Harry Milligan. In addition to laying out the facts in the case, Mark made the decision to publicly state all of the rumors that he'd been told over the last 30 years and give his opinion on the possible theories. The first allegedly named their father, Leonard, as the killer, a theory that he was absolutely against and said that their father, who was actually Mark's grandfather and raised him, as well as adopted Harry, could never do anything to harm either boy. The same was said involving the theory that their mother, Vicky killed him after an argument. The next theory he took the time to debunk was the one stating that Harry simply left that night on his own accord. He claimed his brother had a wonderful life filled with good and achievements and was not the type to simply walk away from all of it and leave his family worried. 
The last theory he put an end to was that his brother was part of some secret military program and that they had moved him away. He said he doubted the validity in this story considering how they declared him a deserter at one point and made the family jump through hoops throughout the investigation. Then there were the rumors that, over the years, gave him pause and might just have some truth within all of the assumptions. Mark spoke about the theory that his brother was mistaken for an individual named Doug Maddy, and as such, became the target of another individual nicknamed Flame. Doug allegedly owed a serious drug debt, and many wondered if Harry, who was friends with Doug, was mistaken for him that fateful night. Mark said that he knew his brother was no angel and that he and Doug had a history. He also stated that Doug has never been questioned, nor has he provided any information involving the case. Another valid theory involved that poker game that Harry played that night and the fact that he won a considerable amount of money from Mike Stalker. Mark had allegedly been told that Mike or someone Mike paid might have been waiting for Harry to return to his vehicle that night. He said that years after Harry's disappearance, a man named Steve Townsend commented one night to Mark's wife, quote, how much do you think it would cost to make someone disappear? When she didn't reply, he said something along the lines of that he had done it in the past for, quote, less than 500. Could this man be responsible for Harry's death? Neither Mark nor anyone else knows for certain, but he believes the last three men to see Harry alive that night know what happened to his brother and won't say. Though he still fights for answers, Mark Milligan has come to terms with the fact that his brother is likely no longer living. While the Facebook page was created mainly to post facts and dispel rumors, it also caught nationwide attention and in late December 2020, Harry Milligan's cold case was reopened by the Monroe County Sheriff's Office as a result. The last update to this case came in June of 2022 when Chaos Divers, a private team from Illinois, came to search for Harry and his car. No signs of either were found, but Mark said that it helps knowing where they don't have to search in the future. The case remains an active one. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. And thank you to Holly Archibald for suggesting today's story. Please join me again tomorrow to hear a terrible thing happened on October 5th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. <laughs>